Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. David Cobb, of course, covers college basketball and football for CBS Sports. He's on Twitter at David W. Cobb. Cobb, is it a trap game in Knoxville for the Vols this week? Yeah, absolutely it is. I described it as such in my preview article that I just finished. That'll probably go live tomorrow. But you're looking ahead to number one, Georgia, on the road next week for Tennessee, a game that could decide the SEC East, that could decide Tennessee's college football playoff fate. So, yeah, Kentucky coming in here, absolutely a trap game. Tennessee favored by almost two touchdowns. So, uh, I mean, I don't think they'll they'll blow it, but Kentucky is uh, is improving on the health end, and, and that's not going to hurt them, even though they haven't been all that impressive so far this season. So the other thing I've kind of been thinking about with the Vols, though, is it possible they've kind of been trap game, hangover, recession-proof this year? Because, like, last week in particular, it was like, you know, whatever the UT Martin first half number is, give it to me. Well, the Vols, like, put a 50-burger on him in the first half. Like, it feels like we've been kind of waiting for them to have hangover spots all year, and they keep passing tests. Like, I, I know you can't always do this, but I did find myself in the second half of the Ole Miss-LSU game weirdly getting more impressed with Tennessee because Tennessee completely avoided that trap. Like, I understand it's not apples to apples, and and – you know, Ole Miss got banged up and whatnot, but it's like, I don't know, it just feels like every test we've given the Vols this year, they've they've passed it pretty well. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. Can they keep it up for another week? I think the, the Alabama victory puts them in another stratosphere in terms of Josh Heupel actually having to manage his roster and manage that locker room and manage expectations in a way that just hasn't had to be done at Tennessee at any point in quite a while. So the Tennessee-Martin game, I think, obviously, it's an FCS opponent. Yeah, I don't read too much into that, but the fact is this is a different – we've walked into a different era, a different realm of Tennessee football now since that Alabama game. And this Kentucky game is the first time that they're they're really going to have to manage their ranking and being the hunted team, you know. So I I think it could be a factor. I I think that the line is a little little steep, 12-and-a-half. This was a really close game last year. People are discounting Kentucky's offense because it hasn't been all that great this season. But you got to remember, Will Levis has been playing at less than 100%. They're coming off of a bye. 
and they get their best receiver back. So Kentucky is absolutely capable of, of competing, I will say that. Yeah, I, I guess my thing with Tennessee right now is, like, I look at it, and I know Heupel's only in year two, but, like, when you look at the key contributors, they've got a pretty old team. Like, you know, your quarterback's 24. You've got a bunch of transfers at the receiver spot. Like, it does feel like he's found the mix of going into the transfer portal and and having experienced guys that seem to kind of handle the moment. I I don't know. Maybe I'm now, because you're 100% right. When Kentucky, like, to me, the biggest difference between this year and last year was, okay, well, there's no Wandale Robinson. and You know, he was a, a tough guy offensively, and so they don't have the big plays. But now that they get you know, two two or three guys back on the offensive end, they're much more explosive. But, man, I don't know. Like, I just find myself with, with Tennessee thinking, weirdly, buy or sell this. If they split the next two and win out, they're a playoff team. Absolutely. Uh, now, the, the, honestly, the one thing you really got to consider is, if you're Tennessee, how badly do you want to play in the SEC championship game and have to go against – Alabama again when you could maybe take that week off be sitting there pretty as a one loss SEC team uh, feeling pretty good about your chances of of getting in and then have that extra week to get healthy get right and move forward Uh, I I don't know I mean I don't think losing to Georgia dooms Tennessee season by any by any stretch unless you know they go out here and get upset by one of these SEC East opponents that's still on their schedule so that I mean honestly that's kind of the situation like where everyone's going to hype up and build that Tennessee-Georgia game to be something huge, and it, it's significant, but the loser of that game is is still in a pretty decent position. What both of you are telling me is that – Load are, up on Kentucky? <laughs> you are – no, you are really excited for the reveal of the first college football playoff rankings this week. Well, okay. Or next all, early next week. All jokes aside, excited is not the word. I am interested in – Cobb, I'm curious to know how you feel about this. I want to see, like – Again, TCU has another toss-up game this weekend, but like, I want to see what is they T- is. TCU ahead of Alabama in those? Yeah, rankings? like I, I want to see what I want to see kind of how they view they some of these other teams because, you know, what's the stat? TCU's the first team. If TCU is still undefeated after this weekend, they will be in the top four in that first Cubs first Cubs, ranking. What's the stat? They're the first team in the is it the playoff era to beat four ranked teams in the same month? Yeah, that, that's a stat I actually heard today that it, it really sticks out. I, I, I've said this all along, and it's so true. Even a one-loss Big 12 champion deserves to be in the college football playoff, no questions asked. The Big 12 is such a gauntlet in, in football this season. It's kind of like the Big 12 is like, in basketball. It just doesn't matter when the game is or where it is. Anybody can beat anybody in that league. I'm glad I you said this, I literally just said that last segment, so thank you. I say this as a Michigan fan. Like, Can you really say – Texas, uh, Michigan's uh, resume is better than TCU's right now. I don't think like like Michigan's a really good team. Well, I mean that's but the they other... haven't beaten the caliber teams TCU has. But uh, like on the flip side, like are they are they is their resume going to be better but, than Alabama's? Like I don't I, I I'm curious to see how they rank with like, Clemson. Well, and also Cobb, like what do they do with Oregon? Because like I'm very fascinated. Oregon to me appears to be the most complete team in the Pac-12. But, like, are they going to be able to erase that blowout loss to Georgia? Like, historically what we've seen is teams that get blown out, they kind of write off. Like, I'm curious about that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think right now the AP poll has it 
pretty close to correct or accurate as to how the CFP will, would view things if, if it were coming out this week. Michigan and Clemson, their, their resumes, I mean, and really, honestly, Ohio State hasn't beaten anyone either. Notre Dame being trashed this year has not helped their case really whatsoever. So it becomes a question of how much also do you value the eye test. And it's, it's good to be that time of year where we have to have these conversations, unfortunately. But with so many undefeated teams right now, you're really using that eye test to, to parse through them. As for, for TCU and Alabama, there's no way, no shot, that, that Alabama should be ahead of an unbeaten TCU team in any ranking. Uh, and then with Oregon, I mean, I just think they, they dug themselves too large of a hole with, with that blowout loss against Georgia in week one. Everybody's tuned them out. They just beat a top-10 team last week, and nobody cares. So unless USC runs the table and, and is sitting there as a one-loss Pac-12 champion, I mean, I think that's the only hope for the Pac-12 because Oregon, you know, that, that ship sailed in week one, unfortunately, because they've gotten a lot better. I'm not saying that's the way it should be, but that's the way it is. I, I totally agree with your point because I, again, said the same thing earlier but like I'm fascinated about this what if TCU like TCU's gotten through the meat of their schedule while they've looked shaky in some of their wins they're still winning now in the back of my mind Mark always has Sonny Dykes this is the Sonny Dykes formula in my this head is, this is right around the this time Sonny Dykes Se- starts September, losing some games September October Sonny Dykes is like one of the greatest coaches yeah. in the history of the no. sport mm-hmm. November's where you know as, as Houston yeah. said they remember November unfortunately for Sonny but like what happens if they run the table, Oklahoma State runs the table, and then they play a rematch in Jerry's world? Oklahoma State's loss was in, was it triple or double overtime? I think it was double overtime. Yeah, it was because it was double. They didn't get to the two-point play part. Oh, they didn't? Okay. But what if they knock off TCU in that, and you're sitting there with one loss at Oklahoma State, they got revenge? Like, I'm just curious to know, like, how they're going to deal with all of that. Well, eventually the answer to the, this question will be they're going to expand to 12 teams, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah, correct. Uh, it, it doesn't mean we won't have these debates anymore. I, I'm looking forward to that day because in the hypothetical scenario you, you discuss, I think both teams deserve a chance to play for the national title. And how do you value a win that occurs in October versus one that happens on the first weekend of December? Those are, are ridiculous uh, you know, just comparisons that, that you can't really validate in either direction. So. Uh, I look forward to the day where we don't deal in these hypotheticals. But, Mark, I have an unfortunate sort of declaration to make for you here. Oh you may agree with this. I don't necessarily think a one-loss Michigan team Oh, is no, they're not getting in. Set. No, if, yeah. they, if they go undefeated and lose to Ohio State, uh, guys, they will not get in the playoffs. Have you seen those helmets? Hmm? Have you seen those helmets? <laughs> what helmets? Michigan's. Oh, yeah, the winged helmet? Uh-huh. The schedule. Uh-huh. I, I've seen the schedule. Uh, yeah. I don't care about the uh, helmet. <laughs> you, you familiar that we have a television event? Uh, I'm just saying I agree with you, Cobb, that if they beat – if they beat, now I will say this, that if, if Illinois keeps winning, you know, that Illinois, they play Illinois the second to last game of the year, that'll be a decent win if Illinois keeps That's winning. True. You'll be able to sell that win – if they're a top fifteen, can we team. agree Wisconsin should hire Bielema back? Like yeah. I know they want, <laughs> I know they want Leonard because like he's like he like he embodies, turn, and he didn't turn their turn his back. He yeah. could have left yeah. Wisconsin and but he didn't. Can we agree like if Bielema can build a better Wisconsin at Illinois, like can't he do the same thing at Wisconsin <laughs> again? <laughs> well, the- Things were going well there. It's not even like that they had stopped winning under him the first time. He got bored with Wisconsin. Well, they wouldn't pay uh, his coaches, and he's and then Arkansas would pay his coaches, and then he weirdly like decided to start throwing the ball fifty times a game, like uh, at Arkansas. Like I, I don't know. Like I just feel like uh, just hire him back. Barry's Barry's not in the day to day anymore. You know. 
the problems that, that Bielema could have. Like, just bring him back. I, I think it would be actually be brilliant. I would love that. Oh. Here's the other thing, though. Typically, this does kind of sort itself out. Like, sometimes we, there's been years where we kind of argue over number four. Does this feel like another year where the SEC gets multiple teams? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. it does. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I think Georgia is a lock. I, I don't see in any scenario conceivable them losing two football games moving forward this season. They're in. There's no doubt. There's your one. Now the question is, will that second team be uh, Alabama or Tennessee? And then, you know, is a third team in the, in the conversation, but, you know, as one of the top six? Honestly, I, that's how well, the here, So here's, my, here's the question that I kind of have. I, I'm in agreement. I still think Alabama, Alabama's gonna win the West. I think it depends also how many undefeated teams there are. Like if Clemson and the Big Ten champion, and like TCU stays undefeated, like you're not you're not gonna have multiple SEC teams in. What if Alabama gets to the title game as a six and two SEC West champion? You know what I mean? Like, they, they, well, they would have to win it. They would have to win the, the title game. But do we still and, think and, at two hey, at two losses they're going to take him? I think it depends. Uh, those know, other teams. If, yeah. There, there's never been a two loss team in the college football playoff, and if there was ever going to be one, it would be Alabama. They of course, would be the obviously. first to do it. Uh, like if course. you in that scenario, if it was two loss Alabama, and let's say like, let's but say, does two loss Alabama get in over one loss Ohio or, State or one loss Michigan? Maybe a one loss. A uh, one loss, uh, Michigan. Michigan. If, if you're talking about the, SEC but is Michigan's champion. resume really that much worse than Ohio State's? Because I'm kind of with Cobb. Like, like I know we do the Michigan hasn't played anybody. Has Ohio State? Well, but they, thankfully they play each other, so we we get that data point in the yeah. head to head there. Like if you, yeah, critical. the winner of that game will have a much right. But what I'm saying is, I think yeah. the winner of that game's in. Like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Well, I, yeah, because they're gonna yeah, and they win, and provided they win. The but Big what Ten I'm saying is, if game. if they get to that game both undefeated. Are they really going to take two loss Alabama over one loss one of those? Because uh, yeah. one rule I do think that matters when thinking when predicting the college football playoff committee uh, that L column matters to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so do style points. So oh, yeah. I look at Michigan, and I see we're in run it up season, buddy. And that's what it been, is, I mean, yeah. they, hell they, yeah, they've looked good again. They just haven't played anyone. They've looked yeah. good. They've Dominant. Been, yeah, I mean, Penn State. We'll see. I'm interested to see what type of team Penn State ends up being this season. Because I expect they'll, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they beat Ohio State this weekend. I'm not predicting that, but like, do they go ten and two, or are they more like an eight and four team? I, I don't know the answer to that right now. Yeah, you want Penn State if you're Michigan or Ohio State to be really good here the rest of the way, and I, I want to see from Michigan. I want to see JJ McCarthy have some more success through the air. I mean, he I, hasn't had to go win him a game yet. That is the thing exactly, with Michigan. Yeah. He has not had to go win him a game, even in a game where you thought maybe he would. Like he throws the bad pick six. Against Penn State, little do we know, all they were trying to do was just give themselves some second half adversity just yes. to run it down their throat. Yes. He still didn't even have to do it in that game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they're playing the schedule in front of us. It's not their fault. I mean, well, I mean, maybe Michigan should should have scheduled tougher to, to give themselves some more margin for error. But it, it's a kind of a tough situation right now. <sighs> what's the What's the game that you're most fascinated by? If If it, If we If we're saying we're taking out Tennessee, Kentucky, since we've already talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, probably Ohio State, Penn State on the docket this week, just to see, like, like you're saying, Mark, like 
how legitimate is Penn State? We, we assume Ohio State, you know, certain things about them. Like if they get the rocked by Ohio State, like they just got rocked by Michigan at home, like and then. And, but as Mark's pointed out, there's been years where, where there have been years where Michigan rocks Penn State at home, yeah. and then Penn State's beaten Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Penn State doesn't. Yeah, this will be a test of Ohio State's defense. And Jim Knowles, if you go and look, Oklahoma State went from a top five defense last year to they're in the 100 teams this year. Uh, they're, they're holding opponents just at the right moments to still be in the Big 12 title race. But the Knowles impact is real, and it's been real at Ohio State. How real, we may find out this week, because I think that Penn State offense is probably the best that Ohio State's played this season. So uh, we'll see if that defense is really up to that national championship standard, because that's the missing piece at Ohio State. So, I mean, at least if nothing else, Penn State's offense should give Ohio State a chance to prove that his defense is legit this week. Is Morgantown a trap spot for TCU? Every game in the Big 12 is a trap yeah, that's spot. That's quite fair. If you're on the if you're on the road, it can be a trap. Yeah, like West Virginia already pulled an upset on somebody this year. I forget who. I mean, it's just the way it is like in the Big 12. Yeah, going on the road to West Virginia, like, you know, we don't West Virginia we, beat Baylor, Baylor yeah, at home. Shapen got hurt at home. That that one still stinks. Yeah, it's actually funny, though, that we get a Max Duggan versus JT Daniels oh, quarterback yeah. matchup in 2022. I mean, those guys. Morgantown like, is kind of like LSU light. You don't want to play in Morgantown well, at night. It's, it's also, it's like a little dangerous. Well, it's also, it's also <laughs> like. It's an 11 a.m. kick. I don't know. But it's also a lot like in the Pac-12 where we don't really think about maps. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't realize some of these Pac-12 teams are, like, 1,200 miles away from each other, and, like, yeah. that's a tough... You don't realize wor- how far away West yeah. Virginia is West from the rest Virginia of the Big 12. West Virginia is so far away from Fort Worth. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't kind of think Mor- about that. Morgantown is, like, two hours from where I grew up in, D- in it's the, like, like com- right outside D.C. It's a completely different climate. Like, literally. <laughs> not, like, not not socially. Like, it's just a different climate. Well, I'm just telling you, if you've been there, it's like... West Virginia is, like... It is, like, a... It is a party school. Like, yeah. it is a They great, burn couches. It is a great... Responsibly party school in the heart of like coal mining country and when they you know if they you know like if they're going out to have a good time like those night games it's rowdy yeah and, but 11 a.m you're right 11 a.m T- that feels like a good spot for tcu yeah i don't know 11 a.m all right Cobb, we appreciate it buddy no problem guys have a good one david cobb of cbs sports <laughs> yeah I don't know. Next, it, it feels like a week this feels like a stand this feels like a uh, what's it called? Uh, Avoid the trap. No, it's like a uh, you're standing pat weekend. It's not, I don't. I, it doesn't feel like we're gonna really learn much. It, there, there's not gonna be much sorting out done this weekend, is my sense. Like I don't think Tennessee is gonna. It, they might get a scare from Kentucky. I think they're gonna go out and win that game. You know, like I think all these contenders are gonna go win their games. These dangerous games. Georgia's gonna beat Florida. You know, you know that sort of thing. I don't so, think we're gonna have a like mass upset weekend. Before we get to the list, so I mentioned yesterday that part of the reason that I'm struggling with college football this year is it feels like a big vibes year. Yeah. The problem with Tennessee is my eyes tell me every time I watch them, it's like that's a good football team. Yeah. Like, no. are they a perfect team? No. But that is a very good football team that they are going to force you to score to beat them. They they aren't. I think it's premature to say they're they're LSU from a couple years ago. Right. But as you put it, vibe-wise, yes, vibe starting wise, to get those vibes. And I don't think college football is as good as it was two years ago. Yeah. So like there's but then on the other hand, it's like 
Is blindly trusting Tennessee? Like, is that a good spot? Is that a comfortable place to be? They've no, but they, you know, like, but maybe you learn the most when you're uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, I, it felt like to me you were almost impre- as impressed with what they did against UT Martin as you were with yes, what they because, did against Bama and LSU. Well, because like that was the ultimate. Like, all right, guys, you can sit out tonight. Like, if you want to take today off, that's fine. They just went out and immediately put up like seven touchdowns. They're like, we're not messing around. Like, here we go. Let's take care of business. I kind of – teams that don't play with their food, I respect. Interesting. All right, well, by the way, you're Wolverines. I, I, it is – It's a terrible schedule. No, no, it's hashtag run it up Saturday. I'm about to lay a lot of points this weekend. Uh, and I'm going to ask – I'm going to ask – I'm well, going to ask a lot at, of teams to get some style points. I will tell points. you this. The, the interviews, if you are a Michigan <laughs> fan right now, Blake Corm said, I don't need to provide – I don't need bulletin board material. Not this week. Yeah, it was like, oh yes, like he didn't care if he didn't care what Michigan State had to say. Like they are like Silverfield hates what's his name? Uh, what's the who's the coach of Michigan State? Uh, or not t- Silverfield? Harbaugh. Hates, I was gonna say, yeah, uh, uh, Mel Tucker. Yeah, hates Mel Tucker Tuck and vice versa. Yes, like Mel Tucker hates Which, Harbaugh. By the and way, Harbaugh hates Mel Tucker. Sign me up for that. Yeah, I, it's good. I, I don't. It's too nice down in Mississippi right now. Yeah, no, uh, no. Give, give I, us. I have to be straight. I, you know, listen. Michigan, the Michigan State game is almost as big as the Ohio State game. Like, but that's you what, can't admit it nationally. Yeah. People don't realize that. No, no. But but, like, and also Michigan fans can't admit it. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. They, right. You you don't admit that. Like, right. Because, but at the no, same it's, time, it's the same way. Like, Ole Miss views LSU as a bigger rival than LSU does. But at the same time, LSU stormed the field after beating Ole Miss this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the classic. Like, yeah, they still care a little. Yeah. So, and I think Harbaugh. I I I think. Whereas I I wonder. I think Georgia may. Or I think Georgia maybe has some trouble with Florida. I See, think Michigan. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, think, I think for Florida to be good, they need Richardson to be able to get outside the pocket. That doesn't feel like a game where the Gators block him up. Mm. And if I don't know if you recall, this was when they tried last year, like Mullen's last resort. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's all his, his fan base was upset, and wanted to play Richardson, and so he tried to play him, and Richardson threw like. Three straight pick sixes. Like, it was. Quorum's going to do to Michigan State what Kenny Walker did to Michigan God, last so. year, I think. Hope to the tune of 24 or more. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.